All day. Yeah. So all week, actually. Yeah, so I was going to be determined to make it tonight. Amen. So I'm here. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> you know, if you get a burden, or if you have any kind of a problem or anything that you're going through, mm-hmm. you're in the spiritual hospital. Yes. And this is a place where you can come and you can lay it before the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, one thing I know is this. The Lord's never let me down. And every time I've asked him for something, he's always come through. And he'll do the same for you. So let's invite him into this place. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the blood that you shed for us, Lord. To cover our sin, Lord, to make us clean, Lord, in your eyes, Lord, in your sight. And Lord, I pray, Lord Jesus, Lord, that we would humble ourselves before you, Lord. Lord, that we would lift you up, Lord. Lord, that we would take a look at ourselves, Lord, and see all the needs that we have, Lord. And Lord, that we lay them before you, Lord. We lift them up, Lord. I pray you pour your spirit out upon us, Lord. And quicken us, Lord. Lord Jesus, Lord, that we would lift you up and praise you, Lord, with our whole heart, Lord. Not holding back, Lord. Because you're worthy, Lord. You're worthy, Lord. You put breath in our lungs. And Lord, you make our heart beat Lord, you're worthy, Lord. I pray, Lord Jesus. Lord, that we would humble ourselves, Lord, that you would inhabit our praises, Lord. Lord, I pray, Lord, you're anointing, Lord, on the man of God tonight, Lord. I pray, Lord, you speak through him, Lord. And I pray, Lord Jesus, Lord, that our ears are open, Lord, to hear your voice, Lord. Lord, make your word alive, Lord. Help us, Lord, Lord, consume it, Lord. Make it part of our life, Lord. Lord Jesus, I look forward, Lord, to what you have for us tonight, Lord. Lord Jesus, I pray, Lord, you touch every heart in this place, Lord. Lord, I pray, Lord, that tonight, Lord, you manifest yourself, Lord. Lord, with signs and wonders, Lord. Lord, we would see someone filled with the Holy Ghost, Lord. Lord Jesus, Lord, that we would see reconciliation, Lord. Repentance, Lord. Lord Jesus, I made up mind, Lord, to serve you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for this fruit you give us, Lord, that makes us free, God. And Lord, I pray, Lord Jesus, be with us, Lord. For your spirit out, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Have your way in this place, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen, Jesus. Jesus, thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's good to be in the house of God. Yes. I was excited all day. Yes. Got ready super early. Amen. I came expecting. That's right. Amen. Amen. You're right. God has 
yet to let me down. So That's right. I'm looking forward to great Never things. Amen. Amen. Let's just worship him together this evening.
the temple 
remember certain little uh, bits of information or words of wisdom, especially from from elders. And uh, I always remember uh, we were getting ready to move back from Denver, back to White River, and Brother, Brother Javier was doing his best to give me some last minute instructions. Because obviously, when you when somebody you know you're close to, and uh, they're they're going out on their own, so to speak, and he was he was you know he was a little concerned, of course, being you know the man that baptized me in Jesus' name. So he was doing his best. He was doing his best to share whatever kind of wisdom and advice that he had for me. One thing that he said to me uh, in our conversation was this. He said. Brother Harold, always learn to build up your reserves. I never really understood, you know, I was trying to always learn to build up your reserves, and then he explained it to me. You know, we, I know this, uh, we have a lot of needs. There are a lot of needs, and, and whatever those needs may be, God knows your need. You have come tonight, and for whatever reason why you decided to come to service tonight, I hope it was because you want the Lord to do something for you. You want the Lord to minister. And you know, I I really believe that uh, He will. I believe that's His intentions, to minister to each and every one of us, whatever our need may be. And, And when I was thinking about what Brother Javier said, Building up your reserve. We some, sometimes we tend to pray because we do need a touch of God, or we need an answer to, you know, whatever it is, whatever situation we're confronted with, and we always are looking for an answer, or a remedy, or God delivering us. And we and we do. It seems like we just. We pray for that need if we pray for it. But sometimes we can go a little further beyond and it's just not in times that we have a need and usually that's kind of far in between. And But if we would understand that when we pray, when we pray and we talk to God and especially when it seems like God doesn't answer us right away, the, the answer doesn't come in an instant. Sometimes it's delayed. And because of that, it just seems like, you know, my, my experience with it and seeing people when God never answered their prayer right away, they seem to get discouraged. And then they, they give up. They quit believing. And they think that God doesn't care when that is not the truth. God does care. He cares for each and every one of us. That's what the scripture says. Cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. Amen. He does. He cares for you. And you know what? His intentions for us are nothing but good. He wants to bless us and he wants to give us life. And life abundantly. So you think about that. All the prayers you ever prayed and you just kept praying them. Even though the Lord didn't answer, 
maybe right now you're thinking that, well, I don't know if he's going to answer my prayer. But guess what? Keep on praying. Keep on believing. And you're going to find out God is going to come through because you built up your reserves. You built them up. It's just like Cornelius. His prayer came up for a memorial before God. So I know sometimes it seems like there's no, you know, remedy or there's no answer, but just keep on praying until finally there's going to be a day when the Lord said, okay, I'm going to move on their prayer. I'm going to pour out a blessing upon them. Just think about that, how rewarding that would be. Amen. Praise God. So that that's something that I always think about. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful that uh, Brother Gabriel Reynolds and his wife, Krista, they, they have finally made it here. And, uh, praise God. And it's glad to, to be able to have them come up here. We've been enjoying some really good fellowship, which is always the case when you know, you get together with the men of God, you get together with ministry, there's always good fellowship. And I appreciate that. And, uh, and Brother, Brother uh, Reynolds, uh, uh, I met him a few years back and we've been in contact. And, and of course, you know, he's been praying for us and we're praying for him and, and all this, his ministry. And uh, I can say certainly that just from speaking to him, just from... Uh, you know, sharing our testimonies that he's a man of faith. He's a man of faith. Somebody once made the statement to me a while back. They said, I want to be like you and your wife. I want to be like you folks and live by faith. Because we are, we live by faith. And, and praise God, that takes something to live by faith. To believe and to trust God. Amen. And, and especially when you are confronted with a lot of a lot of things that come your way, a lot of activity and events that try your faith. Amen. And for, for you to be able to say, okay, you know, uh, I'm going to believe God and I'm going to believe He's going to come through for me. It takes a person of resolve to do that. Amen. No matter what is happening and no matter how hard the enemy works on you to not believe God is able. So I'm thankful for people that step out there in that place and they want to live by faith. Because that's what the salvation is all about. It's by faith. Praise yeah. God. So I certainly am uh, thankful that they made it. And uh, amen. All the way from Henrietta, Oklahoma. Praise God. And they got in. They pulled in last night. And of course we stayed up a little past midnight and had some good fellowship. But uh Amen. I believe in God and I thank God that He's here. So I, I like to ask Him to come on up and just take His liberty and obey God tonight. So give the Lord a hand clap as He comes. Isn't Jesus wonderful? Yeah. 
before the scene work that I was going to do tonight, I give honor to your pastor and everyone in this church. I'm thankful that I'm here tonight. God has really blessed me, Krista. And uh, before I go any further, I'd like Krista to stand up and testify, please. first time when I, I met him and I uh, heard a lot about him through Elder Hancock and uh, 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 the, his family, Brother Sister Tammy, Sister Hancock and different ones. I sat down for hours talking with Sister Hancock and what, what God was doing there is tremendous people, been a big inspiration in my life and uh, they told many stories about Brother Marshall. And I got the chance to sit down and hear some stories of Brother Marshall tell about them. And it's just very, very amazing. Yes. But uh, go into the word of the Lord. Second Chronicles 7, verse 14. I want to repeat myself. Anything can happen. Yes. And it probably will, but yes. it's up to you. Amen. It's up to you. Jesus. Bible says, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Mine eyes shall be open and mine ears attend unto the prayer 
that is made in this place. For now I have chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever. And mine eyes and mine heart shall be there perpetually. God has sanctified this house. You may be seated. God gave me these little verses of scriptures. I'm going to read them. But I want to talk to you. Brother Marshall mentioned a while ago, he's talked about someone saying, I want to be like y'all and live by faith. The key of living by faith is by prayer. It's by developing a walk with God. It's by being faithful to prayer. Being faithful to the house of God. Being submitted to God. Coming to church faithfully. Coming to early to pray faithfully. Because I'm going to tell you something. Develop any faith to build your faith. The Bible said every man was given the same measure of faith. We were all given the same measure. The same. It's up to us whether we cold it down or build it up. You build up your faith by prayer. By developing a walk with God. By getting into a secret place in God. Psalms 91 and 1 said, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome of the pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers and under His wings shalt thou trust. In his truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Back to verse 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. If you want a move of God in your life, if you want God to move for you in your situation, if you want God to answer and honor your petition, you must first develop a walk with God. You must first believe. You must first learn how to pray and get into a deeper depth in prayer. Get into that secret place in God. Because God is hungry for your fellowship. God is hungry for you to talk to Him. He's hungry for you to walk with Him. Like the relationship you have with your wife or your girlfriend or your brother or your mama or your daddy. God desires a relationship greater than that. And if you give him that, God will give you more than you ever thought you would ever have. When the devil comes in to try to destroy you, when he comes in and put lies in your mind and tries to literally kill you from deep within, understand if you just get a hold of God, if you just begin to pray, if you begin to push all negativity out, And allow all the positive to come in. The Bible said whatsoever is good. Whatsoever is lovely. Whatsoever is pure. If there be any virtue. If there be any joy. Think on these things. Think on the things that's going to build you up. Because anything negative is a lie from the pits of hell. Anything negative will destroy you. So you've got to think on the things that's going to build you up. Romans 12, 1 and 2. It said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, 
by the mercies of God that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. you got to renew your mind. How do you That's renew right. your mind? You renew yeah. your mind by prayer. Yeah. You re renew your mind by commune, getting with God. <laughs> that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You get in that perfect will of God. You get in that place where you need to be in God. Get in that place where you can hear from God. The Bible said it like this in verse Ephesians chapter 4 verse 23. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. The devil desires to sift us as wheat. Like what Jesus told Peter said, the devil desires to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee. Yeah. Ain't you thankful somebody prayed for you? Yeah. Ain't you thankful that in the wee hours of the night, there was a mother that was weeping and crying on the bed for your soul? That would not give in. That would not give up. Hey, I had a mother that daily prayed for me. Nightly prayed for me. And she wept tears for me. She travailed for me. She would not give up on me. But God filled me with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. God turned my life around. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people sitting here under the sound of my voice. Because of a praying mama, you're here. Amen. Because of a praying mama, you're not six feet underground. Amen. Jesus. Amen. And it don't matter what you went through. Jesus. The Bible said old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You are a new creature in Christ. God created you. And when you was reborn... When you was born again into the water and into the fire and the filling of the Holy Ghost, you become a new creature in Christ. You, ain't, you may be haunted by your old past, but let me tell you something. If you get a hold of God, if you lock horns with the devil, you man your battle stations, you get some grit in you. I'm telling you, you can overcome anything. The Bible said, in my name, they cast out devils. They spoke with a new tongue. Why? Because they believe. These signs followed in that belief. In my name, they cast out devils. So anybody that is filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, anybody that has got full of the Holy Ghost, you don't have to constantly call Brother Marshall to rebuke your devil. You don't have to call Brother Reynolds to rebuke your devil. You don't have to keep calling any other preacher in this building to rebuke your devil. Why? Because you are full of that same Holy Ghost. And God has filled you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And you are His. And God has given you the spirit of power, not of fear. He didn't give you the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. So let me tell you something. When you renew your mind, as the devil's trying to steal the spirit of your mind, you renew your mind in the Holy Ghost. You renew your mind in prayer. You renew your mind in God. I promise you, you will have a sound mind. And I promise you, you will be able to rise up with a boldness and say, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Get behind me, Satan. Get away from me. Get out of my house. Maybe you need to get some oil and anoint the doors and the windows of your house. Jesus. Anything can happen, and it probably will, but it's up to you. Jesus. Jesus. 
I'm telling you, I believe that God is going to move in a miraculous way tonight. If I could just get somebody hooked on to crazy faith. And yes, I said crazy faith. Because let me tell you something. When you get hooked on to crazy faith, and you don't care about man's logic. Man's logic don't matter. God can heal cancer. My grandpa can tell you God can heal cancer. God can heal a bad heart. My pastor can tell you that. Jesus. There's people that was given six months to live, dying of cancer. God healed them of cancer. I, I was almost diagnosed with diabetes. Had all the symptoms. They was ready to set me up, give me a diet. God healed me of sugar diabetes. I don't have no digi spells. At the worst, my sugar may drop, but I just eat something to get it back to normal when I'm good. When you used to go up, down, up, down, up, down. And I'm like, not anymore. I can drive without the fear of passing out. But let me tell you something. God can keep you when you pass out behind the wheel. I passed out behind the wheel. I woke up at a shed and I didn't know where I was at. And then when I got my bearings and realized where I was at, I wondered how I got there. I remember passing, as I, I think I was 30 minutes from my house. I remember passing this pond. That's it. When I came to, I was parked in my mother's driveway. That's the power of my God. Why? Somebody was praying. Somebody got a little bit of crazy faith. And crazy faith overrules man's logic. Man's logic will tell you this can't happen. Man's logic, well, the doctor says you got this, you got this. Whose report will you believe? I read something that said, Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And the next verse said, Who will believe our report? The elders obtained a good report. Somebody needs to believe a good report. And hey, Jesus ain't done right in his report. The doctor may have wrote you a death sentence, but God has put light on his report. Whose report will you believe? God said he'll give you life and give it more abundantly. I'm going to tell you something. You are a product of your attitude. You are a product of your own belief system. Jesus. I don't even have a title for this message. Usually I title all my messages, but I'm going to tell you something. If I could title anything, how about anything can happen and probably will, but it's up to you. That's what I title. Anything can happen tonight, but it's up to you. It is up to you. Jesus. Acts chapter 19. It said verse 11 and 12. And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs and aprons. And the diseases departed from them. Mm -hmm. And evil spirits went out of them. Yep. Yep. Let me tell you something. I got some claws here. Mm -hmm. And I want to see God work some miracles. Yeah. I want to see God move for some people. Yeah. Hey, I took a cloth just like this. I put some names on it, brother. And when I put some names on that cloth, I asked God to bring them into church and fill them with the Holy Ghost. Wow. Some of them were backsliders. Some of them never had the Holy Ghost in their life. And you know what, Sister Marshall? 
They came to church. Mm -hmm. God filled them with the Holy Ghost. Amen. They're sitting on a church pew. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Anything can happen and yeah. probably will. But it's up to you. And I rebuke every single spirit of doubt and hell in the name of Jesus. One is for you and one is for your cousin. Put her name on it. In the name of Jesus. Mighty God, let it be done according to your word in the name of Jesus. We ask you to save her soul and heal her body, God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to move right now upon this petition, God. I know you're able, God, to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think or even imagine according to the power that worketh in us. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anything can happen and it probably will, but it's up to you. And I just want to know, are you going to let the devil push you around? Are you going to rise up to the occasion? Are you going to get a backbone? Are you going to get a walk with God? Are you going to pray? Are you going to seek the face of God? Hallelujah. God wants to do a miracle. God wants to help somebody. Hallelujah. I don't know what your need is, but I just feel like you need it. In the name of Jesus, God, I ask you, pour out your spirit, God. Let it be done according to your word in the name of Jesus. Mighty God, you move and you do the miracle in the name of Jesus. We believe it in you for whatever the need is, God, a healing virtue to flow right now in the name of Jesus. Calling on your name and believing in Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 I want to see God move. I want to see God something happen. But it's up to you. It's up to you. Jesus. You got to develop a prayer life. You got to be faithful to it. Yes. I'm telling you, God, look, you look at the world, what's going on. You look at the things that's going on. Do you really want the world? Do you really want what's out there? They'll chew you up, they'll spit you out. They'll have you sitting in a jail cell, getting beat upon and spat upon and hurt, pushed to and fro. Or do you want something that's real? Do you want something that'll last forever? Do you want to live with emptiness in your life forever? Or do you want someone who will fill that void? Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. My brother, about four months ago, my brother was riding with his wife and his sister-in-law on the four-wheeler. And, uh, I went across the road and the car was coming so they kind of sped up a little bit. When they did, the four-wheeler bounced and my brother flipped off and hit his head on the concrete, mm. on, the, on the pavement. Busted, busted open his head. Something up, up in there, mm. it killed him instantly. Mm. And uh, he came back, my brother came back. Mm. And uh, they, Got him. Got got a paramedic up there. They was trying to get things set up and get it moving, and they got him and put him on the ambulance. Got him to the hospital. He died a couple of times at the hospital in the process of them trying to save his life, and uh, he came back. And my brother, uh, they said they took him out and they was putting him on the helicopter to get him rushed to Jackson, Mississippi where they could do further work on him and try to save my brother's life. And uh, my brother was a backslider on God. And uh, 
we did that. We got the word. We got the praying. I uh, got the, all uh, people all over the world. I text Brother Marshall. I text everybody I could think of to text to pray for my brother. And uh, it was a very dire situation. About a couple of months passed, or a month passed, and he, he was coming conscious a little bit. His skull, they had to take it off because the swelling in the brain was going to kill him if they didn't. We began to pray. We got a handkerchief. We got a prayed over. I was given another handkerchief, and I preached with a handkerchief that God healed my brother. I got a picture. I got a picture when they put him on the helicopter. I got a picture when the whole left side, he couldn't move. Excuse me, the right side, he he's like this. He could not move at all. They had his head fixed up a certain way. And his head just swelled real bad. It didn't look normal at all. And uh, I'm sitting there, I was crying. I was like, God, you didn't bring him this far for him to be like that. And I started rebuking the swelling and I started praying and asking God to take that swelling down. A week later, his swelling went down. Still had a skull off his head because it kind of coming back, going down, coming back, going down. And I rebuked the devil that was trying to kill my brother. Swelling went back down. And they began, got so good, they was able to put a skull back on his head. I got to see my brother a couple weeks ago. Got to push him in the wheelchair. He knows who you are. He's talking some right things. He's talking some good things. And he can get it out. But he had a dream. He said, when I died, I went to heaven. And I saw Papa, Mama. I saw Uncle Charlie. I saw this one and I saw that one. And then I went to hell. And I saw this one and this one. And this one was begging. Begging me to get him out. To get him out of there. To help him to get him out of there. That cousin committed suicide. Now the whole point of why I'm telling this. is not that I'm not trying to scare nobody. But I'm trying to tell you the miracle of my brother. That woke my brother up. My brother's wanting to live for God. My brother, he can't talk like he used to right now. It's a slow process when you have that kind of damage to the brain. But you know what? God saved my brother. God brought my brother back. And God let him see what heaven was like. And God let him see what hell was like. And now my brother has a choice. But you know what? And the whole process of this, God is using my brother in that to minister to my aunt. Who needs the Holy Ghost? Who's stirred up? Who needs God to get a hold of her? Who needs to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost? God is also using my brother at this moment to minister to my cousin. Who needs the move of God and needs the Holy Ghost? And I know God can do it. Anything can happen. And it probably will. Right. But it's up to you. Right. I gave you a testimony of some results of what prayer does. Amen. When you touch God. Amen. When you get down to business with God. 
But why should you wait till a tragedy befalls your family for you to get stirred up? Why can't you get stirred up right now? I feel that God's trying to touch somebody's heart. I feel that God's trying to shake somebody. If you ain't got the Holy Ghost, God wants to fill you with the Holy Ghost tonight. God loves you. He was wounded for your transgressions. He was bruised for your iniquities. The chastisement of your peace was upon him. And by his stripes, he wants to heal you. He loves you that much. He loves you that much. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Does anybody... I'm turning it over to you. Do you want a miracle? Do you want to move a God? I'm done preaching. Do you want God to move for you? Jesus, I got a call here for you. Come get it. Jesus. Brother Marshall, if you come up here. Brother, if you're a preacher, please come up here and help me. Not only do I want to pass out prayer buffs, but we're going to have a prayer line. If you need a healing in your body, if you need a miracle in your body, if you just simply need God to move, come on. We're going to give you a cloth and we're going to pray over Thank you, 